Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Okay, people, so we got another awesome episode in store for you guys. But in case you didn't know, about 60% of people watching right now, unfortunately, aren't subscribed. And it definitely benefits the show immensely if you would just subscribe and hit that bell to get all notifications so that you're aware and you're notified whenever I drop a video. There's going to be a lot of news coming within the next few days from Jump Festa. And I definitely want to get the news to you as soon as possible. So it would help immensely to get things moving if you would please hit that subscribe button so we can keep on growing and thriving and continuing this show so without further ado people i've got a lot of stories i want to bring them to you let's go let's start off with the shonen jump author comments and starting this bad boy off is gege akutami author of jujutsu kaisen i found this one to be a uh, quite hysterical and um something that i figured much said uh it was embarrassing when someone told me you have hunter hunter volumes all over your house yeah we, we know you love and you stand tagashi and we, we feel the same way, and thanks for filling the void while Tagashi gets whatever he got going on with him uh, in order. Because Jujutsu Kaisen is absolute greatness and one of the best things next to Hunter Hunter when it comes to giving that type of storytelling. So, shoutouts to Gege and your appreciation of Hunter Hunter. We appreciate it too. Then we got Gen Oska from the new manga, Doran Dororan. I was sent a picture of my young niece holding an issue of Jump. She was so cute. I'd imagine that she's very proud of you. And I imagine a lot of your family are proud of you for making it into the biggest manga magazine in Japan. Shoutouts to Gen Oska. I know some people are, you know, calling it mid and all that jazz i'm having a decent time with it it definitely needs to spice things up a little bit uh moving forward but doran doran has been all right so far i'm not gonna slander it let's go uh kohei horikoshi author of my hero academia all of my editors through the years got together and took me out to eat i was so happy that's really dope i wonder why <laughs> like when they do that and what i mean by that is uh normally when they do something like that they all get together is either because they're all really proud of you maybe they all had a conversation or maybe horikoshi has been working so hard that they feel bad for him like yo this dude is always working he never has a time of day let's all do something nice for him and on top of that my hero is one of the few series in the magazine that is really bringing the females out to come read a jump title so maybe that's also the reasoning but just in general he deserves it don't mistake anything of i wonder why i wonder why like probably they they felt like he deserves it more than anybody so shout outs to koe Koshi. then we got richiro inagaki author of dr stone actual liquid crystal displays at a polarizing plate here how was someone able to come up with this design richiro inagaki always with the scientific stuff this is one 
one of the things that you talk to anybody about Dr. Stone, they would tell you, yeah, uh, I learned a little bit of science from Dr. Stone. Then we got, moving forward, Hajime Komodo, author of Marshall. The hamburger steak at Saizeria is so delicious. Kind of sounds like steak and shake. I ain't gonna lie. I love me some steak and shake. I'm just saying, well, not so much on the shakes. I'm kind of over that, but their steak burgers are mighty tasty, mate. Steak and shake. Cut the check. Cut the check. Come on. Then we got Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days. Finally got the conic bin I've wanted for so long. The ink doesn't dry out. Amazing. Shout out to Sakamoto Days. Then we got Yuji Kaku, author of Aya Shimon, formerly author of, of course, the now finished Hell's Paradise. The time has finally come when I no longer know what to write here, and it's now hard harder to think of something than to draw the manga there's a lot you could say fam give us some insight whether it be just small details about some of the characters your inspiration behind things um some manga that you read recently that were dope what you ate for the week what are you planning for the week something that you wore recently like there's a hundred million things you could write because there's not anything spectacular you got to say in these comments like people write all sorts of different things like just have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes to your mind first. If you want to say pickles and gravy, then go ahead. I don't know why I said pickles I'm and gravy, red. but okay. And last but not least, we got Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. He said, The Kamida Sumami Dane Senbei Cracker Mix is great. It's the most common thing in there, but the fried peas are my favorite. Crunch. Shout outs to Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. And shout outs to everybody in the magazine doing their thing. Uh, this was a nice little blend of author comments, if I do say so myself moving forward we got a bunch of dragon ball stories to talk about however i want to start this segment i'm saying rest in peace to a prominent dragon ball voice actor that just passed away recently we had heard for some time now that this voice actor was sick um but recently this month in december i want to say was the day that uh he unfortunately passed away he was the voice actor of the narrator of dragon ball z as well as he did king Kai, uh, I want to say Dr. Briefs, and I believe even Bobbity, if I'm not mistaken. It says here, Dragon Ball series narrator Joji Yanami passes away. A voice acting veteran of the anime industry is no longer with us. As reports circulate about the passing of Joji Yanami, known for Dragon Ball series roles that include the narrator and Kaiosama King Kai, Yanami passed away on December 3rd at the age of 90. The announcement of Yanami's passing came from his agency, Aoni Production. His family has already held a private funeral service and Aoni production expressed sincere gratitude to Yanami for his kindness over the years. In addition to his work on Dragon Ball, which went all the way through the early episodes of Dragon Ball Super in 2015, Yanami had many classic roles in his name. Fans in Japan know him well for the role of Chutaban in Kyoji no Hoshi, star of the Giants, based on the classic baseball manga written by Iki Kajiwara and illustrated by Noburu Kawasaki. He also voiced Itan Momen in Gegege no Kitaro, Boyaki in Yateman and many more. Joji Yanami will be missed, but his legacy will live on his roles and the lives he touched. And like I said, I believe he also voiced Babidi, Dr. Brief, and of course King Kai. And um, it's sad, man. I remember uh, during the run of Dragon Ball Super, there was a point where there was like a lot of health issues happening with him where he couldn't, like he was struggling to do King Kai. And it was kind of like a lot of people could tell like, whoa, there's something going on here. Like King Kai just doesn't sound all the way right. And again, it was due to his health issues, but he was trying his best and after a certain point he got so sick that they just had to start writing less and less of king kai because he just couldn't do the role anymore so rest in peace uh, my condolences out to his family and everybody that loved and admired his work again whether it be being the narrator king kai one of his other roles in anime you will be missed 
it's been a tough few years, you know, and a quote that I always, and it resonates with me is, um, when you hear things like this, check up on your strong friend. Shout out to Royce59, by the way, for that one. However, in other Dragon Ball related news to lighten things up a little, uh, one of the images coming out of Jump Festa that was drawn by Toyo Taro, the mangaka of Dragon Ball Super, um, revealed something big. And it's the color scheme, the official color scheme for Vegeta's Ultra Ego transformation. There was a lot of rumor things. We never actually got concrete basically what he will look like, like when he hits the anime and that transformation hits. But we got an image again from Jump Festa, and it's Goku and Ultra instinct granola look like he's attacking vegeta and then vegeta himself and the color of his hair is indeed like a kind of darkish purple in a way and of course no eyebrows and i can't wait to see this like i ain't gonna lie from jump you go back to the videos like i was a little skeptical but i never hated the look and it grew on me a lot and i like it it's a little bit different kind of looks like a blend of super saiyan 3 but also like with a just new vibe and he got even the earring and i'm sure merch sales is going to be insane when the anime drops for this like statues and figures and all that jazz but yeah the official look for ultra ego outside of the manga is purple hair no eyebrows and it looks like a like pinkish eye color so there's that and pretty freaking awesome and while we're at it with jump festa news a key visual image for the upcoming dragon ball superheroes film has been released and a lot of people are going crazy because I feel like Toei did it and they know exactly what they did because in case you missed it, I've been very skeptical of this coming film simply because it's like 3D CGI. I'm not a big fan of 3D CG film. Um, I just, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of it. And I feel like Dragon Ball is going to usher in this new idea of, hey, anime can do 3D CG. Look, Dragon Ball did it. So I, I wasn't really skeptical and Toei was like, Aha, we know good sir, what you want, look. Yeah, I did like, I don't know, two different accents there. But anyways, because we got the promotional poster and for starters, there's some cool reminiscent stuff. There's a dude in a pink tux standing on a little stepping stool that very reminiscent of Commander Red from the Red Ribbon Army. In fact, these are from what we've seen, Red Ribbon Army, either remnants or of revivalists or something there. But we got him. We got a dude with a pompadour tall next to him, probably his helper. Then we got those two dudes that are like evil superheroes or something that are standing next to them, those alien creatures. We got Piccolo and Pan, which we know that Piccolo and Pan are going to be very central to what's to come with this movie. We got, which a lot of people were like, hey, it's confirmed. And I never thought in a million years it wouldn't be confirmed. And there would be no inclusion of this character because it's always the Goku and Vegeta show. Because people were like, hey, Vegeta's confirmed for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I was like, yeah, and water is wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Vegeta's going to be in there. But we got Vegeta in there. It looks like his typical non-Saiyan armored look. We got Goku. We got next to him what reminds me of... Oh, it's from Teen Titans. Remember that uh, alternate universe Robin that was like a gag character? That's what that reminds me of, that superhero there. But then, obviously, y'all seen the image. Y'all like, hey, Fenev, why are you not talking about it? Um, It's the biggest one that they know what they're doing. And it's called Superhero. Hello, great Saiyan man. They know what they're doing. Gohan. Doing Kamehameha in the middle. They're making it seem like Gohan is going to play the most pivotal role. And we're going to talk about another quote that they said about Gohan in this film. But yeah. God damn it, Toei. Why? Y'all know, like, since I was a kid, bro. Since I was like 9, 10, 11. I wanted to be Gohan. I looked up to Goku. I knew I could never be Goku. But I was like, I could be like Gohan. Damn it. Okay, I could do that shit. I'm his age. You know, he got shafted for so many years. 
years in the Boo Saga. He ain't done Jack Diddles, and he got, you know, destroyed and molly whopped and tricked and bamboozled. And then in Super, there was a little bit of hope. He did a little bit in the Tournament of Power, but it never really was that same hype that we had back in the Cell Saga when he went Super Saiyan 2 and obliterated this dude. However, this film, they got him in the middle with his classic Piccolo-inspired gi, and he's doing, like, what seems to be a comment. Well, actually, no, that's the Masenko. I'm bugging. That's not comment. That's Masenko. Interesting. And then there's a quote on the official website that is more hyping up Gohan. And I'm like, y'all know what y'all doing. Toei, y'all understand what y'all doing. Because it says here, with their capes fluttering, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 can be seen striking a couple of slick poses. Plus, there are some all-new original characters who will have to wait to find out more about, no matter how tough that may be. And it says, wearing his uniform and taking center stage is Gohan, who looks to be gearing up for the fight of a lifetime alongside Piccolo, Goku, Vegeta, and Pan. So Gohan's going to have the fight of a lifetime in this film, and he looks like he's going to be center stage, and it's called Superhero, who's the superhero of Dragon Ball, Gohan. They know. Toei knows. And they've been on some shit lately, so it's like hard to say, because, yeah, 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 I've been doing some wild stuff, but they know, like, oh, Dragon Ball fans. Yeah, y'all want Gohan, right? Y'all love Gohan. Well, we've been toying around with it, and we're going to put some Gohan in here. I mean, I know y'all don't want 3D CG, but it's Gohan. You got to take, you know, pick a little bit of the poison for the candy, fam. Oh, my God. I have to watch this now because of Gohan, and I don't... This is going to be a tough one, fam. Anybody feel the same way as me? Anybody feel like, shit, I was kind of trying to take some sort of stance, but... It's Gohan. I wanted to be Gohan when I was younger. God! But yeah, people, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, um, Gohan's going to be in it. And all the Dragon Ball news, that's all we have for this one. Again, rest in peace to uh, Joji Yanami. Um, condolences to his family. Then, of course, we got the official reveal for Vegeta, uh, his Ultra Ego transformation. And Dragon Ball Super Superhero, Gohan. They know what they're doing, damn it. No! Moving forward, people. This one, I expected it, but then it was unexpected at the same time. In case you don't know, the creator of To Love Rue has had a new manga for a little bit now. It's been about, a, I want to say, maybe two years now, actually, called Ayakashi Triangle. And according to this, it says, Ayakashi Triangle by Kentaro Yabuki will be receiving an anime adaptation. And Yabuki Kentaro's comment in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 3-4 says, celebrating the tv anime adaptation i'm looking forward to making the main story even more slapstick in case you don't know tulip rule was like just a fan service like silly series it wasn't anything like oh my god in fact it more so felt like a kodansha shonen magazine title because it was a lot of just like fan service like hey here's some bust hey here's some rear like it, it was never really that type of like you know battle series or anything serious like that so when i heard about ayakashi triangle i was like I'd imagine he, he, he's probably just going to stay on that same realm. And then the fact that he said it's slapstick. So probably the fan base for this that he's curated over there is probably more so like casuals. That is like, hey, I just want something funny. little fan service. Let me see a little, you know, something slip here, there. Nothing crazy. And that's probably why And Shonen Jump wants to bring other demographics in. They already have the big battle series. They got the Jujutsu Kaisen. They got the My Heroes. They got One Piece. They got those. So they try with some of these other series. Well, if we already got all the big action series, we can't fit any more audience in that. 
What other audiences can we attract? My Hero gets a little bit of the female demographic. This can get some more of the casual fans that they're not the biggest manga fans, but they like something funny, and he's going to make it more slapstick. So I don't know if this is one that I'm going to be covering per se. Maybe a joke here or there, but yeah, Ayakashi Triangle getting an anime uh, probably this coming year. And shout-outs to Kentaro Yabuki. With all that being said, I do want to say I commend him um, in case you had never heard it. I had a story many years ago that I covered of some very, very horrible and messed up stuff to say the least that was done to Kentaro Yabuki by a woman that uh, the mother is child I don't really want to get into it on here go check out that video if you want to you know go look it up for Neverworld uh creator of Tula Brew, something like that is the title um it was really disturbing so I am very happy for this man that he's seen all these years later some more success again because he had a lot of bad stuff happen to him and he deserves some success so shout outs to him regardless I'm just not that gung-ho about Ayakashi Triangle. Moving forward, some more updates for the updates for <laughs> Jump Festa 2022. It says here, for starters, Bleach's performers tease lots of new info regarding the upcoming content of the series in 2022. I'm curious what they mean by performers. Do they mean like the musicians that are going to be performing? Or they mean like the voice actors that are going to be there? Who is the performers that are teasing lots of new info? We already got a little bit of info that I talked about in a different video and I'm going to talk some more about later on in this video but yeah that's something that caught my interest but then the next one I'm hopeful and very excited about because it says here Chainsaw Man's Tatsuki Fujimoto teases an important announcement at its stage and Shihei Ling which is the editor of Chainsaw Man and he does I want to say he's also the editor of like Spy X Family and a couple other series even Don the Don if I'm not mistaken will also appear to discuss Fujimoto's past works well, now that I think about it, I'm starting to see a common theme. They've been promoting Fujimoto as an author with a lot of really dope works. They did all these one-shots. What's the biggest series that Fujimoto had prior to Chainsaw Man? Anyone? 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 Fire Punch. This might mean that Fire Punch is indeed getting an anime. And Fire Punch is one of those series that it's only because I have a very, very busy schedule with a billion things like... In case you don't know, this is the second time I'm recording this video right now. Imagine an hour-long video getting corrupted by audio. <laughs> Fire Punch is something that I never got a chance to finish. I have all the volumes there, and I'm a massive Fujimoto fan, and I'm through the moon. And I think when I do finish Fire Punch, it might go into like my top 20, top 10 manga of all time. That's how great it's been. I'm like halfway through it, I want to say. Um, but I just haven't got a chance to finish it. But if this is indeed getting an anime announcement... Oh my god, I don't know if I want to finish the manga first, then go to the anime or what, because it is phenomenal, very, very dark, very gritty, and it's just one of the reasons why I feel like Tatsuki Fujimoto is one of the most unorthodox and best unorthodox authors out there in 2021, 2022. Like, he's just so different. His stories, his works is so freaking unusual, but really good. And I hope that this is a Fire Punch announcement, which it kind of would make sense if he's going to be talking about Fujimoto's past works. It might be to promote and announce a Fire Punch anime, which... Please do. I will talk about it like non-stop, okay, people? Alongside Chainsaw Man. This could be a big year. They they line in Fujimoto's pockets. They're like, yo, here's a thousand. Here's a thousand. Ten thousand. A hundred thousand. Here's a little million. Hopefully. Because um, he deserves it, man. Fujimoto been putting in work. And, man, that's crazy. Like, if we get a Fire Punch anime and it's really good. And we get a Chainsaw Man anime. And they do a good job with that, too. That could be two hit series in one year for an author. Where they do that at? 
Tatsuki Fujimoto is where they do that at, fam. So, shout outs to this news again. Bleach performers are about to drop more bombshells about Bleach's anime, I'd imagine. And, um, Chainsaw Man, Tatsuki Fujimoto. Yeah. Fire Punch, baby. Please. Okay, people. Next up, I wanted to go through this because I thought it was pretty freaking awesome. I have all of the promotional imagery from every mangaka in Shonen Jump and also other Shueisha-related magazines that did promotional art for Jump Festa from their series. So, we're going to go through them. I assure you, this is actually pretty interesting to look at. So for starters, we already took a look at it in the Dragon Ball segment, but one more time, this is for Dragon Ball Super by Toyotaro, and it got Ultra Instinct Goku, Granola, and Ultra Ego Vegeta, the reveal of what he looks like in color. Dope stuff there. Then we got Jump Festa 2022, Boruto by Ikamoto. Simple illustration of Boruto. In fact, it looks more like early Boruto before Ikamoto switched it up to look more like Kishimoto. Okay, we got Luffy. Jump Festa 2022, One Piece, Eichiro Oda, simple drawing as well. Then we got the first of the creme de la creme. This is gorgeous, amazing. We got um, My Hero Academia, uh, Mirko. Mirko, baby. Horikoshi got Mirko looking fabulous, amazing, the best, okay? Uh, then we got Dr. Stone from Boichi. It looks all right. It looks dope. It's, uh, Boichi's art is always a pleasure to look at anyway. Dope stuff there. Then Gege decided, eh, I don't feel like doing color, fam. I want to stick to my black and white and did a really awesome illustration that's Choso and I forget Shorty's name in the back, but uh, it looks dope. Just a little shocking like everybody else did color, but okay. Then we got Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover, Noel with Nero, and really really awesome i ain't gonna lie i like this art fam yuki tabata then fujimoto taski fujimoto with chainsaw man which i want to say is like one of the first chainsaw man imagery that we've gotten from him in a year if i'm not mistaken so dope stuff there then i believe this is mission yozakura okay i love the color scheme just a variety in there dope uh we got <laughs> hajime komodo's marshall always a troll like just the, the classic Marshall troll image and also in black and white. Then we got one of my favorites. I ain't going to lie. I don't know what it is. If it's the color scheme or in general, it just looks really dope. But we got Yuji Kaku's Ayashimon, author of Hell's Paradise. And this is Maruo Kaido with his big sis and i just love it the shirt looks awesome the red everything about the designs this is my favorite yeah i'm gonna throw it in there this is my favorite of all of the jump festa art that is available this one just looks really really good shout out yuji kaku then also this is another good one from the new manga doran doran um this looks really dope as well i like it it's just a simple peace sign but sign about the colors that really pop then we got world trigger we got undead unlock which that looks like a manga panel that was just reused or something uh we got elusive samurai Okay, this character's shy, apparently. We got Witch Watch. We got Blue Box. We got Sakamoto Days. Hey, my guy Sakamoto. He got the blicky. Let's go. Uh, we got Ayakashi Triangle by Kentaro Yabuki. We got This Is Not the full-on Demon Slayer manga. That's over. This is from the spinoff, the chibi spinoff that is in Psycho Jump. Dope stuff there. Then also, this is another spinoff of My Hero Team Up Mission, which I want to say it was made to promote like a video game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, then we got Magu-chan. We got me and Roboco. I'm not familiar with this series. I feel like I've seen it before in the magazine, but I'm not sure which one this one is. It's 
some dude in a tux running uh then we got people 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 pee dope stuff there and this is the new manga from the author of that one piece spinoff i forget the name of this one as well but this is one of the newer ones kind of cool and it's dope this is their first jump festa not being one piece spinoff related so awesome stuff and yeah people that's all the imagery we got from jump festa i will say my top three of all of the images we got there at number one like i said hands down yuji kaku's ayashimon number two kohei hodakoshi's Mirko exquisitry and if i had to give a number three hmm i would probably either go with uh tabata's black clover with noel and nero or even maybe sakamoto days and doran doran is really dope one of those three would be my third but it's hands down ayashimon my hero Mirko, and then one of those other ones and either way jump festa can't freaking wait it's gonna be so hype only a day or two away next up boruto fans for starters i wanted to talk about the new manga cover pretty controversial which you wouldn't expect it because on one side of the coin people are saying that they enjoy this art they think it looks dope on the other side people are saying it's disproportionate i don't like the way it looks it's the cover for volume 16 of the upcoming boruto manga releases and i ain't gonna lie i'm on the side of i think this looks dripped as hell this looks like something that gucci would do a crossover with it just looks like fire boruto and kawaki on the cover with some clothes like i don't know it just looks dripped out like this looks like these motherfuckers know how to dress i ain't gonna lie they look like straight up they gucci models or something or louis vuitton models i don't know prada uh balenciaga like one of y'all need to do a collab because this looks fire i love it the track suit that boruto has but it actually looks like just all around looks fire i can't wait to own this volume my hands down gotta get this one this looks dope but there's some people that don't like it i don't know i don't understand it saying mid mid just because it's a white background it's mid i don't know maybe maybe it's just me let me know what you think about this cover i think it looks dope little controversial over on the twitter sort of things and while we at it we got some updates for the upcoming episodes of the boruto anime through january let's take a look at those courtesy of organic dinosaur says provisional titles for boruto anime apps airing in january from tv guide schedules of course like i said before in a previous episode uh january 2nd there's no episode it's break that's the day after new year's they usually do that but then uh, episode 231 i believe i covered this already a rusted sword on january 9th then episode 232 uh i'm gonna lie this is january 16th not too excited about this one it's captain denki's first mission and Captain Denki, obviously, because now they all got, you know, promoted to Chunin, and Denki is now a Chunin, so now it's technically his team. There could be some interesting aspects of it in terms of him trying to rally the team together, like, okay, trying to get Iwabe to listen to him and respect him as a captain, and trying to get Metal Lee to stop being so damn anxious about everything. So, in that regard, there's something, but Denki, uh okay whatevs then episode 233 which i'm more excited about because this is also going to be like the new captains uh the new team seven mobilization january 23rd and the new team seven of course with sala being the captain i wonder with this new team seven is it just going to be the three of them or is kawaki going to be joining them at that particular point because remember boruto did say well in my dad's day they used to add a fourth member i don't know why they don't do it anymore maybe kawaki's going to be joining up with them that would be interesting to see and at the same time it would give a little more bonds and camaraderie between Kawaki and some of the crew although Kawaki's been a little bit of a I ain't going to lie a little bit of a shit mate like in terms of being a leaf shinobi he's been a bit of a wet blanket so I'm curious to see how this would work if he was to join up with them uh, and I guess it's also going to be team Sarada right it's the new team seven but technically wouldn't it be like team Sarada or team Uchiha that'd be kind of fire and uh, a very powerful one at that you got a prodigy Boruto you got Kawaki 
pretty freaking strong. Corsada and Mitsuki freaking Sage Mode. Like, they're hacks now that I think about it. Holy shit. But yeah, again, that episode is January 23rd, the new Team 7. And again, it looks like maybe they're going in order of like, okay, these are all the first missions of these new formed teams now that they don't have their, you know, captain like, you know, Konohamaru's gone and all that jazz. And then January 30th, episode 234, the Unleashed Villain. Who and what could that be? I'd imagine it might not be the most interesting in terms of it might be, again, one of the other teams that got a new, you know, tuning promoted person within their ranks or something like that. Maybe that's what's happening here and it's going to be like a kind of filler villain or something like that nothing important because again i don't see anything major happening these are more going to be just a lot of setup and build up episodes anime canon stuff building bonds between the teams but it's not going to be like hey code is here like that's a long ways off maybe i'm wrong who knows but i, I don't think I, I don't think until the end of 2022 we're gonna get anything like that maybe that's just me those were the upcoming episodes of boruto through the month of january some interesting stuff there in particular more so the team seven stuff i'm curious to see how sarada moves as the captain now and getting Boruto to respect her in that regard and if Kawaki joins them that's gonna be the biggest task for her like listen to me you asshole like the last few episodes Kawaki's been a little bit too unruly you know what I'm saying moving forward we got the top 10 manga sales of the week for series uh number 10 it was Jujutsu Kaisen with 92,000 which is kind of crazy because it only lost by literally two copies uh, from the heroic legend of Arslan that got 92,270 Jujutsu Kaisen had 92 2268 so literally if you would have bought three books Jujutsu Kaisen could have been number nine also to note the heroic legend of arson if I'm not mistaken the author of well former author of Fullmetal Alchemist uh they actually were doing and I think are still doing unless this is the final volume the art for that series so I'm curious if there was any link behind them releasing this volume with the first chapter of their new manga Yomi no Sugai which I am going to make a video on that quote me on it um that'll be coming soon uh if there's any connection or correlation between the two as to why that volume dropped or why that series dropped the volume because again that's the total sales of the series but i'd imagine most of that is attributed to a volume coming out if there's any correlation like hey she got a new manga coming out let's promote the legend of arsalan while it's still here then we got number eight one punch man 134,000. Seven demon slayer 144,000. Six mystery tolo lunakade five world trigger 160 it's always nice to see world trigger number four uh kaiju number eight 185,003. tokyo revengers still still baby still well after the anime at number three with 250,000. number two that time i got reincarnated as a slime i really want to check out a few episodes see what all the hype is all about 306,000. and number one the one piece 414,921,000 copies for the series again these are all for the series for the week a lot of series that i'm familiar with i think the only one that i'm unfamiliar with is mystery tall lunacade and i want to check out the reincarnated as a slime series but dope stuff moving forward jojo's bizarre adventure fans yes 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 it was over the summer i want to say that it was announced that part eight jojolian had come to a close it had been wrapped up araki was going to be however coming with a part nine and there was going to be a spin-off series as well coming 
down the road. Unfortunately, there's still no updates on JoJo Part 9, which I want to say is supposed to be called JoJo Lands, if I'm not mistaken. Let Araki rest, okay? If we could give Tatsuki Fujimoto Oto of Chainsaw Man a year plus to rest in between Chainsaw Man 1 and 2, give Araki that's been working since the 80s as much time as he needs to do JoJo Land. So, no complaints here from me. However, we do have the spinoff finally arriving. It says here, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spinoff manga series, Crazy Diamond no Akuryo Teki Shitsuren, drawn by Tasuku Karasuma, who did No Guns Life, and written by Kohei Kadono, who did Boogie Pop and others, is on the cover of the upcoming Ultra Jump issue 1 of 2022. And I believe the English translation for this, which they have to shorten or something, there's no way, is Evil Spirit Like Broken Heart of Crazy diamond and yeah that ain't gonna work and i ain't gonna lie i feel like a lot of this is happening due to netflix i, I straight up feel it. Like, first of all araki has no parts in the spinoff other than it being based off of his original characters because on the cover you got which by the way just small nod they have a part six spinoff that's happening at the bottom you see it's like a chibi thing of jolene from part six but uh you got josuke and whole horse they're going to be the main characters and by the way josuke looks very close to the original art so dope stuff there but i feel like netflix wanted original stuff for like a, an original anime that is based off of like their most popular which I, I think part four of Joseph Bizarre Adventure now for Netflix at the very least has been the most successful I know part three for the longest time since you know the 90s part three was the biggest and most popular I think now in 2021 part four for Netflix was the most popular and they were like can you do something in the realm of that a spinoff that takes place i mean at the end of the day part four to my knowledge after it ends is never explored again so why not do something dope with josuke and yeah we're getting a josuke whole horse manga i have no idea how that's going to work and whole horse looks a little bit different josuke looks on point but whole horse like his face from the side at the very least doesn't look exactly like him but this is dope because even if you're not caught up to jojo's now we got a manga we can indulge in month to month with this one because again i'm not caught up i'm an anime only i'm only on part six right now so i'm not caught up i can't go and jump into jojo lands when part nine drops but i can jump into this and i'm going to indulge and enjoy hopefully and i mean at the end of the day they do have some dope authors and artists on here again no guns no life artist pretty dope and the author boogie pop which boogie pop phantom is a massive series very highly regarded so yeah dope stuff and jojo's fans Weez is going to be eating, mate. We got also the little part six spinoff. Moving forward, Fruits Basket fans, this article knocked my socks off because there's a bunch of Fruits Basket coming. I was aware of a little bit of it. I wasn't aware of all of it. Let's read. Fruits Basket Prelude seals the deal with new visual and trailer. Love is in the air for Fruits Basket fans. A new visual and trailer has arrived for Fruits Basket Prelude, an upcoming recap prequel sequel. That, that's one hell of a freaking tongue twister. Recap prequel sequel to the hit anime series and our hearts are already a flutter with anticipation and delight. All the precious memories we made watching Fruits Basket over the last two and a half years will be compiled in Fruits Basket Prelude and we'll be able to make even more with the accompanied prequel about Toru's parents, Kyoko and Katsuya, and this one right here. My niece isn't aware of it. I'm gonna blow her socks off when she sees this shit. A brand new anime story about Toru and Kyo set after the series oh my god i'm very very hype about this and i know my niece she's a massive fruits basket fan she's gonna go nuts when i tell her this later ohashi trio is slated to perform a new theme song for the much anticipated anime which is set to release in japanese theaters on february 18th 2022 yo fam they know what they're doing they know fruits basket is still one of the most legendary shoujo of all time 
And that's going to be big. So shout outs to that. And I can't even believe it. Like they're doing after. I, I wish Kodacha, any, like all two of you out there that know what the hell Kodacha, aka Kodomo no Amocha is. I wish that would get a series taking place after the end of it all because that one was fire. That's like just a little bit of a younger version of Fruits Basket, but really interesting and very sad at times as well. Moving forward, I wanted to show you guys the evolution courtesy of Jost underscore K of Blue Lock, the next series that is going to be taking the spot, the sports series of the series that was previously occupying Haikyuu. Obviously, Haikyuu ended. There's a massive gap right now for a sports series to come along. And this Kodansha title, Blue Lock, is clearly in the running. Uh, it says, a steady growing series that could see an explosion next year with the anime. If the anime does it right, it's going to be massive. And you just see from Volume 1, it was doing like probably about 25,000. Even after the anime announcement alone, you saw it jump from less than 150,000 to over the 150,000 mark. Which means that when that anime drops... It might absolutely explode and it's interesting. I know some people are going to say, Fanev, you're, you're reaching. Okay, I'm reaching. Just let me speak. Am I allowed to do that? Blue Box, right? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Blue Lock. Hey, I'm even getting confused. Blue Lock, the sports series that is seemingly going to take the realm now that Haikyuu and Kuroko and everything out of Jump is gone. And then Jump comes with... We got blue box, fam. Sounds a little like blue lock, right? People might even get confused. Who knows? Like, I don't know. I'm sure people are like, Fnav, no, they didn't do that. Okay, whatever. You're right. They, they totally don't mind losing the sports arena to a Kodansha title. Yeah. Either way, I don't want to like rain on blue locks parade because it is doing phenomenal numbers. And again, it is next up. There's no sports series dominating right now. Blue Lock is about to dominate, and it's already doing so. I need to get up on it, man. I'm never that big into sports series. I, I was big into Kuroko for a while, but I came late to that party, and Haikyuu is over now. So, Blue Lock, I need to check it out. Next up, the man is back. In case you don't remember, a few years ago, before Demon Slayer Mugen Train took over the world by storm, the record-breaker movie was Makoto Shinkai's Your Name, and that that was inescapable every freaking week i was hearing your name your name i went to the theaters and i watched it back in the day and it was it was a great movie but you couldn't escape this dude however makoto shinkai is back with his next film because it's been announced for full 2022 fall 2022 is going to be massive and it is titled suzume no tojimari and it looks like the roman coliseum flooded with water and a door to somewhere else and it's like a blue nice sky with some clouds but i have no idea what the heck this could be but the imagery is dope and makoto shinkai did your name your name was pretty awesome it wasn't like the way people was putting it up like it's the next thing since sliced bread but it was pretty dope and i trust him to at the very least make something very cinematic and appealing and and yeah, Makoto Shinkai returning. Again, before Demon Slayer stole all of the thunder. I remember they even got a comment from Makoto Shinkai. And he was like, damn, that was fast. Demon Slayer already <laughs> surpassed what I just did with your name. But all right. Yeah, he's returning with his next project, Fall 2022. And again, as we go through this episode, you're going to know the theme that Fall 2022 is about to be incredible. Shout out to Makoto Shinkai. Next big project. I, I can imagine that at the very least, it's going to be a good film. I don't know if it's going to be the biggest thing in the world, but it's going to be a good film, I'm sure. He's like, a lot of people are comparing him. He's the the next Miyazaki. Right here, just a small update on something that I feel like they're building up to. We're going to get a spin-off anime for this down the road because they've been doing these for a long period of time and it could just be that they sell it, so that's why they're doing it and they just want to keep on making the IP look alive or there could be more to it because it says Shokugeki no Sanji will be publishing a new 39-page chapter with a color page in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 5 slash 6. I wonder how many chapters they have now. I feel like they're going to do some sort of mini anime or mini movie or 
they're gonna do something with that because they keep on releasing them i thought by now it would have been over like to me it was a gag at first like shokugeki no soma shokugeki no sanji but it looks like they're planning something that's what i feel at the very least with this one and one piece is still going alive and kicking so a sanji little funny gag spinoff of him cooking would actually do well and i've heard good things about it too moving forward in case you missed it it was last episode of forever news i was talking about that the author of kuroko no basket has a one-shot incoming however we recently got some comments about he has plans he wants to be back in weekly shonen jump magazine and he hopes to be with his next series says here taratoshi fujimaki comments he's aiming to start a new serialization the next time he appears in weekly shonen jump he said i was able to draw what i wanted to while trying a few new things i will try my best to start a serialization next time have a happy new year so he wants back in the magazine obviously since kuroko he has not had that same luck or success that he had with that series he tried that robot x laser beam which was a golf manga didn't really pan out i believe he tried a battle series after that didn't work he got a one shot that just hit jump i'm not sure how that's doing in terms of popularity and reception but hopefully it could get serialized into something i i feel like the guy is good enough where Kuroko no Basket was amazing. It was a great concept, great idea. And the characters really drove it too. Like you don't have to be a big sports fan to appreciate a sports anime, sports manga. And Kuroko was dope. So hopefully he gets his wish and he gets back in Shonen Jump because more competition, the better. And he's a pretty damn awesome author. Next up, a little Jujutsu Kaisen info. It says Jujutsu Kaisen will receive its own stage play on July and August 2022. And I just imagine it being like Sukuna on one side of the arena. I will take your body now. And Yuji like, no, this is my body. <laughs> I don't know how the hell that's going to work. A stage play. I mean, at the end of the day, they usually do some really dope stuff. I've, I've still yet to be able to see one, man. I wish they would take these on the road globally, not just on the road, through the air. You know what I'm saying? Bring one. Imagine a Broadway stage play of like, they've had a Naruto one. They've had a lot of different ones. I would love to see this in person. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be that they get different actors for each different region or something. There's so many things they could do with these stage plays because a lot of anime fans that that's a great time you know how many anime fans would go out to see this like i get to go out hang out with fellow anime and manga fans and watch a stage play of something that i love yes do it bring it to the west please so yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen stage play coming in 2022. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be weird, but hey, maybe they could get it done. No matter how you move, get it done. My Hero Academia fans. I said Makoto Shinkai, you know, is bringing in Fall 2022. And there's another reason why Fall 2022 is going to rock. My Hero Academia Season 6 begins broadcasting in Fall 2022. It's going to keep on the theme. You're going to hear again about Fall 2022, but... Oh, let's go, Studio Bones. I pray that you're not making a movie. Don't make a movie. All they got to do is don't make a movie. This is supposed to be the biggest arc. This could be My Hero Academia's Marine Ford in terms of blowing it up into popularity, in terms of being that arc that everyone loves and, you know, brings in way more viewership and readership and all that jazz. Don't make a movie. Just focus on this. Don't do what you did to My Villain Academia. It's not like the villains are the, you know, key characters of this arc. Anyway, I mean, they are, but it's focused in on the heroes' point of view on what the villains are doing just focus in make a great arc and you'll make a ton of money okay this is the best arc of my hero academia don't drop the ball on us fam fall 2022 could be so lit if there's no my hero academia movie coming it's sad to say but it is what it is and i'm sure there's a bunch of roadie fans that are like i wanted to see roadie again no 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 i want this war to look good roadie come another time man come maybe if you want to do a movie back when they get back and there's some vigilante shit going on by all means do it focus on this war this could be incredible this could be great 
This could be Marine 4 levels, I'm just saying. But yeah, My Hero Academia Season 6 begins broadcasting Fall 2022. Let's go. So a quick update for anybody that's a fan of any manga in Shonen Jump. According to this, it says, All the current serializing series will be publishing a special Winter Side story in Weekly Shonen Jump Issue 5-6. I'd imagine that's going to be the last issue before they go on break. They usually go on like a big winter break for like a week or two of Shonen Jump. So that's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be like crossovers like or anything like that. Or it's just going to be like extra little maybe gag chat or something but that's gonna be a beefy issue if they're having all the series running having a special winter side story it would be really dope even if it's just something small like i don't know you got freaking a gag thing of sukuna from jujutsu kaisen having a little brawl with zoro from one piece or something like something cool like that would be dope but yeah expect some extra uh winter side stories for shonen jump titles all of them next up slam dunk fans just a small update this is the new key visual for slam dunk and it's just two dudes bro fisting so not really much to go off of for this new key visual but i will say that it looks like they're doing a big revival i wonder if that's why they like yo in my opinion i always felt like yo if it works for you, keep rocking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like the author of Kuroko, he tried to come back with a couple of different series and never worked. Why not come back with a continuation of Kuroko? Make your money, fam. You know what I'm saying? You got to live at the end of the day. I thought the same thing with like when the author of Naruto, when he failed with Samurai 8, go back to what works for you. Maybe that's just your legacy. Sometimes it is what it is. I get artistically, you have other itches to scratch, but if it doesn't work, you got to come back home sometimes. But maybe it's like, nah, fam, we're doing some slam dunk stuff right now. You got to sit it out. Yo, little Kuroko no basket, got to wait. The legend is returning for now. But yeah, new slam dunk <laughs> image. It's not much of anything other than two dudes bro fisting. Why not? Next up, we got a little bit of One Piece for you. One Piece Magazine Volume 14 will be focusing on the rivals of the series, scheduled to be published in spring 2022. It will also include a new entry of One Piece's cover comic project with Boichi as the artist for the second time oh my god boichi yes they knew that people wanted more boichi fam like between boichi and murata the artist of one punch man you can't go wrong imagine if both of them were to team up and help like tagashi bring back hunter hunter like you just write it we'll draw it oh man can dream like yo this one piece magazine stuff is all cool and all boichi go help out hunter hunter tagashi put your pride down let boichi do it we, we won't be mad we'll buy two i'll buy two copies of every volume after that come on that happen no i'm sorry takashi's never gonna let that happen that pride either way boichi will continue on as the artist for the next comic project for one piece uh with one piece magazine volume 14 so in case you missed it i made a video about it you can go check it out if you like but a uh, big announcement for the bleach anime return bleach thousand of blood war arc tv anime will start broadcasting in fall 2022 to be more precise october of 2022 the bleach anime thousand of blood war will be returning so if you're excited get more excited because now you know it a lot of people are a little bit like disappointed like man we gotta wait till then that is nothing but great news more time for them to work on it get it right i'm just curious how many episodes it's going to have if they're working all this time hopefully this is going to be like at the very least it has to be at the very least 50 if it's anything less than that i don't know how they're gonna get it done unless they're gonna do 25 take a break come back do 25 more but it has to be in my opinion the, the sweet spot would be anywhere from 75 to 100. If there's like 200 plus chapters of the Thousand of Blood War, we need like 50 to 75. 100 might be too much because some of those chapters go by really quick. So 75 episodes, I feel like is the sweet spot for it. 
We'll see what they do with it, but I don't know. Either way, we know for sure now. Fall, October 2022. Like I said, My Hero, October 2022. We got Makoto Shinkai movie 2022. We got Bleach returning 2022. We got the One Piece film coming out August of 2022 in Japan. And more than likely, it'll be in theaters around October 2022, a.k.a. Fall 2022. This is going to be the best fall ever in life. So yeah, Bleach returns fall. Next up, Dr. Stone fans, this is disappointing. You're going to be like, what do you mean, Fenev? Well, Dr. Stone's TV anime will be broadcasting the TVSP Ryusui in summer 2022, which to my knowledge, I think that's just like a TV special. If I'm off on that, then forgive me, but I think they're, they're putting a TV special this summer. However, the continuation to the anime that left it off and gave us even a teaser of the next thing to come, third season of the series will be broadcasting in 2023. So, Dr. Stone won't essentially return for the next part of episodes till 2023. I don't know. Something happened. Something happened behind the scenes because they looked like they were gung-ho ready to go. Maybe they were going to take three months in between, come back, or even six months. 2023, something happened. I'm calling it. Or something with the manga. They decided to go longer. Something happened for them to do this. Third season won't be till 2023. That's, that feels bad, I ain't gonna lie, unless they're gonna do a full 24 or something, because we only had, what, was it 11 episodes, I think, for season two? Like, and again, that TVSP Ryusui, unless that's actually the next set of episodes, that just sounds like a TV special. Sun happened. Very disappointing, because I've been loving the Dr. Stone anime. I don't know what's going on, fam. Okay, people, and the last two pieces of news I wanted to include in this episode. For starters, Sakamoto Days has reached a total of half a million copies in circulation with Volume 5, meaning it's averaging 100,000 copies per volume. Sakamoto Days is going to be safe hands down, and it's something different. I wish the marketing was a little bit different because it's going to take a lot, especially when the anime drops. They're going to have to show a little bit of different visualizations because nobody's going to be like, old fat dude is is i gotta read the manga about the old fat dude like so they, they need to play around a little bit with the imagery and show some other stuff but sakamoto days from what i read and from what a lot of people tell me is the truth so shout outs to half a million it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see when it drops with the anime i'd imagine this time next year is when we're gonna get the sakamoto days anime announcement and lastly haikyuu haikyuu will be commemorating its 10th anniversary with 10 projects four of them are one anniversary character illustrations two haikyuu final exhibition held in february 2022 three new radio web drama written by furudate four v league x haikyuu exhibition match in august 2022 and i'm sure because they're still six more projects one of those is probably going to be an anime maybe even a little special chapter or something there that, that's what i'm imagining but yeah they're going to do it big for haikyuu because again it's their last sports series that blew up right now blue box is still on the rise so they got to keep on rocking with haikyuu and it still makes money and sells and yeah people those are all the stories we have for today's episode expect tons more stories to come in the next few days but i'm curious what you guys think most important story i talked about something that caught your interest what was the best jump festa visual that you guys seen if you checked out that story and in general, what do you come to Fenebra News for? Let me know. That's all I have for this one, though. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links in the description below. I'm Fenebra World. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace. And you guys just watched another episode of Fenebra News. Have an awesome day.